The Back Post. A-League. With Francis Leach on ABC Grandstand Digital. We're going to talk about the A-League and uh, David Davutovich, who's the chief football writer with the Melbourne Herald Sun, is joining us now. And a uh, good time to talk to him, actually, because... I'm looking forward particularly to the A-League match this weekend. Melbourne victory against Brisbane Raw. It's two of the most impressive teams in the A-League this season. I know we haven't always seen the best from Melbourne victory, but they do have an awfully good top shelf level to go to when they need to, and they will need to do it if they're going to do anything against the Brisbane Raw at home tomorrow night. David Davutovich, good morning. Welcome to the Back Post. Good morning, Deb. So you've been uh, checking out the Melbourne victory preparations, I believe, yesterday. Is Archie Thompson going to play? No, Archie's been ruled out. He was uh, he was training on his own, um, just doing some sprint work, and uh, he looked okay, although he pulled up a little bit ginger after a, uh, a few of the latter sprints. But, uh, yeah, so they'll miss him for a, uh, well, a third consecutive week, because, of course, he did his hamstring uh, in the... Uh, in the um, Warm-up uh, prior to the derby uh, against Melbourne Heart. But uh, the good news is it looks like uh, Guy Finkler will be uh, starting his first game for the Melbourne victory. And uh, that's certainly, that'll please most of the fans because he's an absolute uh, crowd favourite down there. Got a huge roar when he came on the other day and, of course, scored that uh, fantastic stoppage time equaliser, Deb. Yeah, thanks. I wasn't enthusing quite so much as a Western Sydney Wanderers girl, but uh, nevertheless, it was impressive. And yeah, it's been one of those mysteries with Guy Finkler, why he's been left as uh, on the bench for so long. I mean, it started off, he was coming back from injury and you could you could see where... Uh, where sort of John, I was going to say John Aloisi, no, he's gone, uh, where the Melbourne victory manager Kevin Musket was coming from on that. But, I mean, what was the, the, the general explanation you were getting for even when he looked to be back to his best, he was still on the bench? Yeah, I mean, it did take him a while to get going, Deb, but certainly the last probably four or five weeks, he's, he's really looked good when he's come on. But even, to be honest, I think it was round two or three when he came on against Adelaide United and, and really changed the game. Um, so, look, Kevin Musket said last week that they had a program set in place for him in terms of, uh, you know, his comeback, of course. He did his knee on, on January 1 um, of last year against Western Sydney, so it's pretty much the one-year anniversary of him having the, the knee reconstruction. So, you know, I think it's as much a, a psychological thing, I think, you know, him coming back and, and rather than just, you know, throwing throwing him in to the deep end straight away, I guess just managing it. But uh, I guess the, the flip side of that is they're not desperate for him to come back into that side because there's such an embarrassment of riches in that uh, attacking third. Of course, uh, you know, Archie Thompson's uh, missed a number of games, but they've still got Costa Barbarousas. Um, you know, James Troisi, who's the A-League's top scorer at the moment, it looks like he's the one that's going to sort of shift into that wider position to... Um, allow for Guy Finkler to play centrally. And Mitch Nichols, of course, has been, uh, you know, in fantastic form and subject to an offer from the Japanese side, Cerezo Osaka. So, um, and, of course, young Connor Payne, the young Socceroo, who was uh, capped by Holger Osik, uh, with the Socceroos only recently. So there are plenty of options there for Kevin Muskett. So I guess it's a good problem for him to have. And Brisbane Raw, they, at the moment, they just what they did to um, Sydney FC was just extraordinary. And uh, Paul Wade and I were talking about it off air the other night, and they are just looking such an impressive team. Uh, they're putting it together, and and I think they'll still be without Barisha tomorrow night, won't they? 
Yeah, they will. They're expecting to come back for the next home game and uh, I guess uh, a double blow for them because they've lost young Kwame Yaboa who played his last game. Of course, he's gone through uh, the German side, Borussia Mönchengladbach. So, you know, they do lose a fair bit in in attack. But, of course, Dimi Petrados, the former uh, Sydney FC striker, was uh, was fantastic last week getting on the score sheet. And uh, Enrique, the, uh, the slippery fish, as they call him up north, uh, he's, uh, he's been looking quite good as well. Um, and although he's played most of his football in a wide position, uh, Mike Mulvey has, um, you know, played him uh, centrally. But they've got so many attacking options with, you know, Liam Miller and Thomas Broish. Um, you know, Luke Bratton's a fantastic creative uh, player. So they've got, you know, plenty of other goal scorers. But, uh, of course, they are a, a much more dangerous proposition with uh, Bessard Berisha there. So, you know, I think if they, uh, you know, oh, they may even win the minor premiership, but I think if they want to win the title, they certainly need him fit and firing at the uh, business end of the season. David, it's Lisa here. Um, uh, Brisbane, the benchmark? Um Lisa, at the moment, they, they are. Um, what is it, a four or five point gap between them and the Wanderers? But uh, things have been going really well for them. I'm not sure they'll be able to maintain it. Not, I've, I've certainly got no doubt that the Wanderers and uh, Melbourne victory will come home with a wet sail, although the Wanderers had a, uh, a really poor result uh, a few days ago. Sorry to remind you, Deb, but... Uh, <laughs> As I said, I've got no doubt they'll come home strong because I think their their preparations and their pre-season was geared towards, uh, you know, being um, primed for that Asian Champions League campaign, which, of course, kicks off uh, at the uh, the end of February. So, you know, guys like Speranovic, uh, Tommy Urich, um, you know, Shinjiano, I don't think we've seen the best of them, and they're all class players. What did you make of all the changes the other night? And I guess the, the question that I, I left the ground feeling... Is he just overplaying this? It's almost like the old cricket uh, rotation policy. Players coming in and out in in with such regularity. It's uh, and they're not producing their best at the moment. Is is that a cause for concern? I guess when you look at it from the outside, it, it does look a bit ad hoc. But I'm sure they would have a, a systematic approach in terms of uh, you know minutes uh, for, for each player, and uh, you know of course spreading. Um, spreading out the loads, so um, they've they've actually, uh, I mean, they've got a, a bit more depth than what they did last year. And the fact that oh, I thought the, the the really telling thing over the last couple of weeks was the fact that the team that Popovich chose against Melbourne Victory. I mean, there was not one uh, of those front four players. There wasn't one, you know, starting player if you like. They started with uh, Haliti up front and and uh, Trafiro in that number ten position. And of course, Minicon and Apia in in the wide positions. And and that just showed you know enormous faith and confidence in those players and they ended up obviously uh, snatching a draw and you know we're, we're seconds away from from pinching all three points so um you know the fact that the a team effectively lost to, to wellington um you know they they, they they were clearly off you know the, the ball speed the ball movement wasn't there so you know maybe they uh they underestimated wellington a little bit uh, got caught on the hop and wellington has uh, got a good record against the wanderers for well certainly this season anyway but um yeah as i said i don't think it's too much uh too much cause for concern um, from the Wanderers' point of view, but certainly, you know, Wanderers, Melbourne victory, Brisbane Roar, it looks like a three-horse race at the moment. It'll be interesting to see if, uh, you know, Phil Moss's Central Coast Mariners can uh, can pick up the pace. Of course, they're only one point behind Melbourne victory now after a, uh, a couple of good results in the last week. Yeah, but with McGlinchey on the way out, that's obviously going to be a concern for them. 
A huge blow and uh, a, a double whammy with uh, news that Marcos Flores may miss the rest of the season. He went down with an injury at training and uh, suspected ACL, which would be, you know, disastrous for them. Of course, they've got him on loan from Melbourne Victory, and he's been in in, in very good form um, and was only going to get better as well. But uh, I guess the silver lining they get Bernie and Beanie back. Uh, from China on loan, of course, they lost him um, at the end of the season, and uh, you know he'll be, um, you know, he's here with a, a point to prove because his move over to uh, to China hasn't gone uh, as planned. So uh, he comes back. He's a fast attacking player, and uh, yeah, he's a he's a great addition for them. You mentioned um, the Central Coast Mariners, and and they've they've got an opportunity to get back to back wins this season against Melbourne. How do you think Melbourne are going to perform without Aloisi? Um, yeah, he's gone, obviously, and the former coach, John Van Skip, uh, comes back into the fold. He actually arrived last night, and he'll take uh, his first session this morning. Look, all the players are familiar with him. Um, I think five of the players uh, played with him either in Season 1 and or Season 2 um, of the A-League. And then, uh, of course, the two Dutchmen, Rob Vilaat and Orlando Engela, had him... Uh, with the, uh, the Dutch national side and Ajax, um, and most of the other boys have bumped into him this year because, of course, he's been employed by the heart on a part-time basis as a, uh, a technical manager, where basically he was uh, he was um, brought in to uh, set up uh, the club's academy as well as mentoring John Aloisi. Now, the latter part of that didn't really go to plan, but, um, look, JVS, uh, as they call him, he's a, he's a good coach. I thought he was unfairly maligned in his first couple of seasons, and he'll get them... Um, a lot more organised than what they have been. I think it's a big call uh, tipping Melbourne Hart to make the finals, but they certainly will be a much more respectable unit, harder to beat, um, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they pinch a result uh, away to the Mariners this week. Look, you mentioned that you know that there's three teams that you think will come across, you know, come and win the flag. But um, also Wellington Phoenix, you know, three weeks ago they were winless. Now they've won three games in a row. Are they a chance to, to make the finals? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, and I think, uh, you know, at the start of the season, a big part of the reason they, they got off to a slow start was because, you know, they lost pretty much half of their squad to New Zealand in the international duty. And, of course, they had those World Cup qualifiers. They ended up getting knocked out, so, you know, it means there won't be any such... Uh, Hindrances between now and the end of the season. Unfortunately, they've lost Paul Eiffel, uh, you know, for the rest of the season with the Achilles issue. He's a, a very good player, but, you know, with Heisigans in, in, in good scoring form. Jeremy Brocky, who was uh, up the top of the scorers charts last season, he's, uh, he hasn't fought. He's only going to get better and better. And of course, uh, Carlos Hernandez, the former victory midfielder, he's also out for a few weeks, but, you know, Costa Rica's in, made the World Cup, and he's really eager to get to that squad. So a lot of players with that, you know, added motivation, I guess. And uh, I think they'll uh, they'll certainly be pushing. I'm not sure they'll make it, but they'll be there about. The, the fall of Stein Huskins was the thing that astonished me the other night. Uh, particularly, I don't know, he seemed to take a while to get going, but he and Riera seemed to uh, start working together sort of right up the centre of the park late in the game. And uh, he was looking awesome. The first first game I saw him play, they replaced him at half-time because things were looking so ordinary. And, and now he really seems to have hit his, hit his straps. Yeah, he's spot on, Devin. He's one of those strikers who he's just wildly inconsistent. You know, one game he'll be absolutely shocking and uh, then the next game he'll just, uh, he'll turn it on and score two or three. And, you know, he's really unpredictable. He's that sort of, you know, 
prosperity type strikers who just sort of you know goes left right. He, he, I think after Tommy probably doesn't know what he's doing himself. So um, obviously the defenders uh, have trouble trouble picking it up. But you know they've got a really good balance in that attack. And if any American stabilise the defence, um, you know I think they'll uh, you know they'll be a really hard team to beat for the rest of the season. Well, we're going to speak to Richard Garcia from Sydney FC in a little while, but uh, just curious about your thoughts on tonight's game. I mean, Sydney, after getting smacked five goals against them last weekend, uh, you know, do you see them as needing to do something tonight or, or the slide could really be on for the Sky Blues? Deb, I think they'll continue to be um, inconsistent for the rest of the season. They're just that sort of team, you know. It's uh, they're that sort of club, and they have been, you know, since day one. There's no real method to the madness in terms of their recruiting, their philosophies, and all that. So Frank Green has come in; he's got his ideas, which are very different to, you know, the previous coach Ian Crook, whose ideas were different to, you know, his predecessors. So, um, you know, I think. When they play well, um, you know, they're good to watch, but they are very, uh, you know, susceptible to to conceding goals. But what I do expect from them is uh, to to, uh, dip into the transfer market this January. I know they they haven't got a lot of money and a lot of uh, space in the salary cap, but uh, where there's a will, there's a way. And uh, with billionaire owner David Traktovenko, there's certainly certainly no shortage of funds. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they jag one or two players and just, you know, which will help them uh, steady the ship. And I think they really need a a quality midfielder, probably a defensive-minded midfielder, just to uh, offset and stabilise that team and allow, you know, Del Piero and Garcia and a few of these guys to do their, uh, you know, their work uh, up forward. Do you think Del Piero will stay beyond the end of the season? I don't think so, Deb. I think this will be his last season. He's, I think he's 39 now, um, and, and we still see flashes of brilliance, but, you know, his body, it's not what it was even sort of the first half of last season when he first came to the A-League. So um, I've got a feeling that, uh, yeah, that, that he'll uh, play out this season um, and retire. I can't see him, you know, even uh, playing on in, in, in the Middle East or China or any of these, uh, you know, lucrative competitions. So... Um, yeah, I think uh, I mentioned it on Fox Sports a few weeks ago. I think this will be the last, uh, you know, the next couple of months will be the last chance for uh, Aussie football fans to see world football royalty in action. Yeah, and Adelaide fans, the first chance that game's tonight. Del Piero's been injured every other time they've gone to Adelaide and uh, they're going to get a chance to see him in action tonight. And I don't want to miss that opportunity. David Davutovich, lovely to talk to you and lovely to talk A-League in general. Uh, we'll catch up again soon. Thanks. On ABC Grandstand Digital, this is The Back Post. You with Debbie Spillane and Lisa Stalanka on The Back Post and we're talking A-League soccer, a match that's coming up tonight. It's already drawn a lot of attention in Adelaide because it marks the debut performance in Adelaide for Alessandro Del Piero. It's uh, Adelaide versus Sydney FC and Sydney coming off an absolute old-fashioned hammering last week at the hands of Brisbane Raw. It finished up five goals to two. Richard Garcia was uh, one of the two goal scorers for Sydney FC in that match and he joins us now. Richard, are you one of the only people allowed to show your face this week after last weekend? Um, no, no, look, I mean, you know, sometimes you get that in, in football, so um, we've had to take it on the chin and uh, regroup, really. 
So how important is it tonight to take the opportunity to, to move past that result and, uh, you know, give yourself um, a, a sign of recovery? Yeah, look, you know, it was a good, good wake-up call for us. I think, um, you know, we've been cruising through the last few weeks and they're not really uh, putting our best foot forward. So, you know, it's the wake-up call we probably needed and, uh, yeah, very important that we get back on to winning ways tonight. Um, Richard, just a, just a minute ago we had Dave uh, on and he was saying that uh, he feels that you guys are inconsistent and, and will be for the rest of the season. Can you give us an insight as to, to what are the areas that you need to improve on? Uh, look, consistency is a big one. You know, I think um, we have been changing personnel quite a bit this season and um, we haven't had the best luck with injuries and stuff like that. So um, that's always tough. Um, but, you know, look, we're, we're building and building uh, week in and week out. So it's one of those things where, um, you know, the performances have got to be consistent if we want to actually achieve something again. Uh, we've made a, a real big note of that um, this week of training. So, um, yeah, I think that's pretty much the big one, biggest one, the consistency of, of our performances. What's been the focus on training, uh, at training this week, given the, the defence, I guess, was uh, not not in good shape at the end of that match last week? Yeah, look, you know, the start of the week's always a bit, uh, a bit down and out, but, you know... Um, We've got to pick ourselves up, and we and we certainly did do that. And, and our training was very sharp and, and very good towards the end of the week, which is which is fantastic news and uh, and great going into this game. What have you made of Adelaide? I mean, it's all very well to talk about Sydney FC's inconsistency. I mean, Adelaide, uh, a side that uh, that was struggling, they're starting to look as if they're hitting their straps now. But they are a side that are going to give you opportunities. Uh, you, you know, their their defence is is still a bit questionable. They're they're concentrating more on their attacking style this year. Yeah, look, they're a good side, and they've uh, you know probably been a bit unlucky with results throughout the year. Um, Look, you know, the A-League is such a, a small and tight league that, you know, a couple of wins and you shoot up the table and, you know, a couple of losses and you're down the table. So uh, it's still early on in the season. So everyone's still playing for the, that top top six spot. You know? So, um, yeah, it's going to be a very tough game tonight. I noticed on the on the news that you had a, a nice big uh, welcoming uh, committee at the airport for Del Piero. Did you sign a few autographs yourself? Um, no, I just put my head down and walked through it, you know. I think they're all here for him, so, um, you know, they don't want to waste their time with me. <laughs> um, but, you know, look, it's fantastic, you know, he's been fantastic for the game and uh, it's great to see that passion is alive in Australia for, for, for football. Yeah, and, and he, he seems to sort of be able to deal with that attention and, and, and just take it in, in his stead. Yeah, he's, he's fantastic, you know. I think he's been dealing with it for such a long time that... It's almost second nature to him, and um, you know he stops and signs every every single person's uh, shirt and, or whatever autograph what autograph they want. And uh, yeah, he's fantastic. So um, he's a, a great ambassador for the game. Your, your pre- Sorry, my microphone wasn't on. Your, your previous meetings with Adelaide this season, uh, they've well, you had a a win against them uh, on the. Oh, I'm looking at the the wrong results here. Trying to catch the previous meetings between your teams. So just sort of what have been the the general nature of the performances? You you won the last match, but that uh, uh, when was that? In uh... that was last season. I think it's the first time we, we're first... going to be playing in this season. Oh, so, okay, right. Um, it's it's going to be um, something different for us because um, we haven't we haven't faced them before. And uh, yes, all we can go off last year. All we can go off is the footage and stuff like that. So I mean, it's, it's such a big change from last year. 
um, for them as well as us. Um, so it's it's going to be a, a tough a tough battle tonight. Yeah. So uh, yeah, last last year it's it's no guard uh, no guard at all to what to expect from them this year. So what um, what have you made of what you've seen? Obviously, looking at at uh, the games on tape from this year. Oh, look, obviously they were very intent on um, playing uh, a, a past game of football. Um, and, you know, I think we can expose that. Um, you know, sometimes they play out when they shouldn't. So, um, you know, but that's, that's their philosophy and that's the way they want to play. So that's something we have to counteract and, and, and try um win the ball high up at the park. We're hearing this morning that uh, Marcelo Carusco won't be playing tonight. Is that... Did you expect to, he? There were rumours that he might not be fit. Did you expect him to be out of the side? Uh, yeah, look, we didn't we didn't really know much about it, but um, you know, he's a he's a big player, and it'll be a big miss for them. But I'm sure whoever comes in will probably do just as good a job. So um, you know, I think whatever team that that turns up for Adelaide will be uh, fighting and ready to go. Um, I also I was just doing a bit of research on Wikipedia as as one does, uh, and I noticed that you're a product of the West Ham Academy, which was my mother's club. What was it like moving over there at the age of fifteen? Um, fantastic, you know, great experience. Um, you know, I was at West Ham for eight years. Um, I pretty much did my growing up there, um, and to be part of such a a great setup is a fantastic um, experience. So for me, I look back on that time with fond, fond memories. I had a fantastic time there. Well, I was thinking I could ask you, uh, no point asking you who you tip tonight, uh, <laughs> given that you're taking the field for Sydney FC. But what I'm interested in is what would you guess how many goals in total there might be tonight, given the the free-scoring style that Adelaide like to play, given the fact that uh, that you guys let in some goals last week and uh, well, you scored two as well. I mean, uh, are you planning for a high, or expecting a high-scoring game or try to look, uh, keep it to nothing? Yeah, look, well, I think, you know, um, I think both teams have been conceding a lot of goals um, throughout the season. So it's something that, you know, both teams will probably want to keep an eye on. So I don't think it'll... It'll be a high-scoring affair, but I still think there'll be uh, uh, quite a few goals in it. All right, Richard Garcia, good luck to, uh, tonight with the match against Adelaide United, and, and good luck. I guess uh, you've still got one eye on the, on Socceroos' possibilities for the World Cup coming up. Uh, oh, it's later this year now. It's the first time I've had to say that, later this year. That uh, kind of makes it real, doesn't it, when you see the calendar tick over to 2014? Definitely, definitely does. All right, so uh, we'll uh, keep an eye on uh, your form throughout the rest of the season and uh, hopefully um, the Sydney uh, FC are, uh, are going to show a little bit of uh, resolution after after last week to indicate that the season's not done and dusted for them. No, thanks very much. Thanks for having me, guys.